I remember seeing Gross Point Blank in the theater when it came out, and I, I, I really enjoyed the moment where he, John Cusack's character, uh, kills Dan Aykroyd. I believe he smashes a TV over his head. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a metaphor. You know, Maybe. Watching too much TV. I, I almost think like um, having Dan Aykroyd in that movie it might have been a mistake because I feel like it would be so distracting to all the ladies watching it and being like, oh, oh, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, like, you know, because he's he's a hunk. And it continues to this day. You know, Aykroyd is in that new Ghostbusters movie that is. Is he? Yeah, it's, you know, the one that's almost been released for four years now. And uh, Mm. you got to figure the other cast members are like, oh, God, once again, the, you know, the limelight is shining on Danny and, you know, boy. Yeah. Now, Mike, you must be chomping at the bit for this new Ghostbusters. I, I know you're a oh, 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 I know you're a Ghostbuster freakazoid. I mean, I, yeah. I, it, it's not uncommon to see you when you're wearing a Ghostbusters T-shirt, Ghostbusters yeah. bucket hat. Yes, Ghostbusters earlier today. Pants. Yeah. Now you know how it's. We're in the middle of a heat wave here in Toronto, and I wasn't thinking. And I went out. I just wanted to have some fun. Uh, and I put on my sort of, I, there's no other way to describe it. It is a Ghostbusters proton pack that I made for myself. And I went out walking and it's so hot and the darn pack is so cumbersome that I, I, I was sweating so much and I overheated and I, I fainted briefly in the park. And then, I mean, just imagine this image, seeing a grown man <laughs> passed out in the dirt, dressed up like a Ghostbuster, but a, a kind... Samaritan stopped and offered me some water and some some bread, and then uh, I, I made it back home. Now, I've got to ask, why? Why did you dress up like a Ghostbuster? It's not Halloween. It's um, not Halloween, no. Um, so. I just... I love... I've just always loved the Ghostbusters, and sometimes there, there are kids in the park, and I sort of dress up like a Ghostbuster and sort of make them laugh and, and, and stuff like that. So you're kind of, do, you're kind of like Toronto Spider-Man, but... You're Toronto Ghostbuster. <laughs> I'm Toronto Ghostbuster, except I'm not as much of a pest as uh, Toronto Spider-Man is. You know what I mean? You're more respectful. You're sitting on a bench reading a book, but you yeah. got the proton pack on. Yes. And the little uh, <laughs> box thing that you press open and the, the ghosts go in there. The trap. Yeah. The yeah. Trap. yeah. I, I, I'm really curious about the physics of that trap because yeah. how do they all fit in there? I guess they go into a different dimension. I don't know. Wouldn't it suck in... Yeah, how does how is it? I guess just what it has a limited range, and if the ghost happens to be in that range, it mm. the ghost is suckled deep into the the. Trap. I wouldn't say suckled. I would say sucked. I don't think you open the trap and then it goes and suckles the ghost. Right. <laughs> Although we do know from Ghostbusters that a, a, a ghost gave Dan Aykroyd a blowjob. Yes, and, and you it know seemed that- like a good one. Yeah, yes, Based Danny, you can tell. His, uh, yeah. Reaction. You know, in the original script, it wasn't uh, a BJ. The ghost was actually supposed, and this is true, the ghost was supposed to give Dan Aykroyd a rim job. (laughs) I'm stunned. Really? Wow. Yeah. But the censors, they came, you know, they uh, came down hard with the hammer and uh, made them change it. Well, ahead of their time, because isn't everything about asses now? And I don't know, that seems to be a thing now. These we're guys in the golden were age. Years ahead, of, ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the golden age of sparkling water and ass. Uh, and the original Ghostbusters script predicted it. They did. Wow, that's incredible. 
Yeah, huh. Mm-hmm. That's something else. A ghost giving a rim job to Dan Aykroyd on and a hot New, be- New York yeah. summer day. <laughs> And the scene wasn't like the the blowjob in in Ghostbusters that we all know is just like a just a, a an instant it goes by and it's over with. Mm, but mm. in the um and this is true in the original Ghostbusters script, the rim job scene was five minutes long, and it oh, wasn't God. just yeah, and it wasn't just Dan Aykroyd. He was they, the other Ghostbusters in the firehouse, you know their their headquarters. They hear Dan Aykroyd, you know, screaming, kind of moaning, and they come in one by one. And the ghost, and this is true, proceeds to give each one of them a rim job. My God. Five minutes. I can, five minutes. I mean, how long is the movie? 90 minutes? So that's like. Something like that, yeah. You know, uh, 3.5% of the film is a rim job? Yeah. And did it even affect the plot in any way? Uh, not really, no. It was more just like a, a comedic you know, centerpiece of, of the entire movie. They actually, that was the original inspiration for the movie. Uh, Five, four men, four, how many Ghostbusters are there? There are four, four, four four guys. As long as you don't count Rick Moranis as the nerd guy. (laughs) Right. Yes. He, he was not uh, involved in the, in the rim job scene. Uh, But yeah, the the initial kernel of the idea that, that became Ghostbusters was four men in a room getting, (laughs) A rim job from a ghost, and then they expanded it into you know, but okay, what's actually going on? Oh, they're you know they're chasing ghosts in New York City, and they're fighting the EPA and all that stuff. You're yeah. kidding! So when the creator was sort of doing his thing, probably mm-hmm. in L.A., dreaming up a movie, the the first thing that came to mind: four dudes on yeah. a, bent over or whatever, getting getting rim jobs. Wow! And yeah. from that, the Ghostbusters are born. Yeah, the original opening scene, and this is true, was supposed in the original Ghostbusters screenplay was supposed to be. It was a dark, you know, the screen was black. Mm. You hear the MGM lion roar, and then it, the screen goes black, and it slowly fades in, and you just see Dan Aykroyd's anus. <sighs> wow! Hey, uh, you know, if I if I was watching that version of the movie and I saw that shot, I think I'd be going, "Hmm, suddenly I'm thirsty for a Caesar." Yes, because, you know Dan Aykroyd yes. is the yeah. spokesman for National Caesar Day. Yeah, uh, thanks yeah. to his Crystal Head vodka. Uh, yes, an association there. Uh, so I do think if I had seen Dan Aykroyd's anus, yeah, I'd probably start going. <laughs> oh, now I'm now I'm thinking about a, a clam mm-hmm. juice tomato vodka. Plenty of Tabasco. Yeah. Oh, don't be don't yeah. be shy with the Tabasco, Danny. Yeah. No, the idea of just, just pick, you know, it's a very hot day. I'll say it one more time. And just the idea, I'm picturing Dan Eckward's anus and I'm, I'm getting, I'm thirsty, you know? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely get it. I really do. Yeah. Oh, Danny Ack. Danny Ack. You know, I read that when he was on Saturday Night Live, he used to ride his motorcycle from Kingston to New York City when he was doing the show. So like, he why don't you just get an yeah. Why don't you just get an apartment in New York City? You're on TV. Hey, I, I, I like Kingston. I've been. It's nice. Oh, great, great. You know, pro- probably the greatest city in Canada, <laughs> if not North America. But yeah, that does seem excessive because you know, taking into account traffic or weather, mm. you might be, especially if you're in a motorcycle, so you don't have mm. in winter. Yes, <laughs> in the dead of 
March or February winter, yeah. you know, riding through and a blizzard. The show ends at 1 a.m. Maybe they have drinks till three. And he's like, all right, I'm going back on the hog and I'm driving up to Kingston. And then what is that? A seven hour drive? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You get there Sunday morning, I guess. Have a have a Caesar and enjoy your day. Have a Caesar. Enjoy your day. Um, you know, read up on the latest in paranormal news. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, fun. as I said, I I like genuinely think Kingston's very nice. Shout mm. out Wolf Island. But I think if Hold I on. had a job on TV in New York, I'd consider living in New York rather than commute mm. seven hours. But hey, that's why Dan's this, Dan. Officers, this man is a traitor. He wants to live in, uh, in the USA. I don't. I'm just saying if mm. I if I was in Dan's shoes. But yeah. Hmm. That is, um, I, I guess th- there's a thing. There was, there was a thing. The the rules have since changed. But uh, if you're a Canadian performer or artist or entertainer, you could get a work visa, but it uh, it stipulated that you weren't allowed to to sleep in America. So at the end of each day's <laughs> of day of work, you had to return home. So maybe that's oh, why that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Speaking of asses. Can't imagine his ass was smelling great after a seven-hour motorcycle ride from New York City to Kingston. Yes. Uh, One hopes that he had a hose outside the house when he got to (laughs) Kingston or some sort of uh, bidet available to, you know, Mm. spray himself down. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, God. You know, we could just talk about Dan. And yes, we I just call him Dan. You don't even have to say the last name. We could just talk about Dan all darn day. You were listening to the Dan cast. Oh my god, that would be a good idea. We'd get some we'd get some buzz around a Dan cast. Mm-hmm. I wonder if CBC podcasts would go for, you know, Dan cast where, you know, mm. episode one we focus on his anus. Episode two, mm. we, you know, talk about his commute. Episode three, we talk about when he was on the cover of Playboy magazine as a conehead, which did happen. Feel free to Google folks at home. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Listeners, please Google that. I am familiar with this. And you got to imagine, you know, I'm just thinking uh, he's dressed up like a conehead, Mr. Conehead, actually. Mm. And he's surrounded by some pretty sexy models right yeah i'm i'm looking up the i'm looking up the cover right now hey it's him and pamela anderson oh okay so you know that my man dan dressed up like a conehead he's rocking a damn stiffy (laughs) well i have to say dan's facial expression is off-putting in this playboy cover he looks pleased with himself or something i don't know how else to put it he, he looks horny i don't know what else to say it, it's a weird cover but i'm as i'm looking it up here I've, i found the image on ebay and you could buy this playboy magazine with dan Aykroyd on the cover for 108 dollars. condition is very good that is a, a wonderful gift for the the, the man US. in your life oh yeah. for us it's 108 us so how much is that with current? Because the loony isn't doing too well at the moment. How much is that? In I Canadian? don't know. I, I think the U the loony's doing pretty well. Am I wrong? One hundred eight US to CAD. We're looking it up. One hundred thirty three Canadian. One hundred thirty three. Yes. Okay. So not a bad thing if you're you no know, maybe for you know next Father's Day if you have two kids 
uh, if two sons sort of, you know, collaborate and split the cost of this mm. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd playboy, um, not bad for your uh, husband, you know, if any wives out yes. there don't know what to get their husband for his birthday. Absolutely. Do you want to know, um, you know, on the, on the cover of the magazine, they have like text on the side of like the sort of articles you could find inside, like little headlines. Of course. Yeah. Do you want to know what the headlines are on this uh, August 1993 Playboy with Dan Aykroyd and Pamela Anderson on the cover? Uh, yes. Okay. The number one headline, sexual repression and serial killers. The connection <laughs> no one talks about. I feel okay. like that's not true. I feel like that we do talk about that. Next headline, healthcare. Hillary's plan isn't as good as ours. Sorry, Playboy had a health care plan. plan? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, it might have. I mean, I'm sure Bill listened. Yes. Um, yeah. Next headline, lady lifeguards. They'll get your heart thumping. Well, you'd hope so, especially if you had if your heart stopped pounding uh, because you had drowned or you maybe right. had a heart attack or. You yeah, know. that's probably not even a sexual innuendo. They probably just mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Unless the last, we're picturing, mm. I'm picturing something here. Sorry to interrupt. No. A man uh, has a heart attack or a man drowns in a pool and a lady lifeguard, you know, dressed in a nice bikini, um, just sort of starts uh, posing in front of him, <laughs> hoping that his heart will start beating again. <laughs> when like what she should do is get the defibrillator and, you know. Just, yes. Yeah. Uh, and the final headline, Beldar Speaks. Playboy interviews <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. And then there's a quote, quote, something stirring deep down in the cone. So there we go. If that okay. appeals to you, head on over to eBay. And for $133 Canadian, the magazine is yours. What a coup. I would love to have been a fly on the wall during the negotiations between Playboy and Dan Aykroyd's people and like, how do we get him? And he's like, I want more money. And like, you know, here are my conditions. I have to be on the cover with, you know, Pamela Anderson, mm -hmm. you know? Well, I think the kind of guys who were buying Playboy in 1993, that's going to definitely hook them. Uh, getting Dan right. on there, you know, they're so going to go. Uh, yeah. You know. It's August, 1993. So I'm mm -hmm. thinking a sticky, hot summer. You know, mm -hmm. um, we're in a post Nevermind world, pre in utero world, I, I believe. I think that's right. Pre Blue Album. <laughs> and people are like, what's, what, you know, what are we, what are we doing here? And suddenly yeah. Conehead's movie comes out. Dan Eckhart's on the cover of Playboy with Pamela Anderson, who I yeah. guess was in, I imagine that uh, Baywatch was, was on at this time. Yeah, I bet that's right. I bet that's right. Yeah. Poof. Who knew what a wonderful rabbit hole uh, Dan Aykroyd would be today? Who knew? It's all in God's hands, you know? Oh, well said. Um, Ooh, 